a Motorsport Podcast Network production. G'day everyone, I'm Will Dale and welcome to Repco Bathurst Daily after qualifying day here at Mount Panorama for the 2023 Repco Bathurst 1000. Now, before we hook in, just a reminder that you can enjoy a range of content, news, podcasts, videos, competitions and much more on the Repco Garage website. Visit it now at garage.repco.com.au. Alongside me here on Friday afternoon at Mount Panorama is v8sleuth.com.au website editor Connor O'Brien. And the top 10 shootout field is set after a pretty dramatic qualifying session. Uh, you can head to our website for the full list of results. But Connor, can anyone catch the 99 this weekend? Both Brody Kostecki and co-driver David Russell have been very fast in every session. And of course, Brody went and took provisional pole. Hey, well, yes. Uh, look, I mean, now they... The answer, I think, is no. I don't think anyone can catch them. I think they're too quick. I think uh, it practice four, they didn't even run kind of a full session. You know, they were pretty confident and they were still blindingly quick. And then um, in qualifying, they were able to sit out the middle part of the session after Brody got a banker lap in, even with traffic, um, you know, which that 2046 was with traffic. Yeah. So, um yeah, I, no, I, I think he's still got more uh, more in the tank and I don't think anyone can catch him. Maybe the only one that might have been able to was Will Brown, but of course uh, he won't be able to do that tomorrow. Alas, no, yeah, it was a very different story on the other side of the Erebus garage. Will Brown crashed at Griffin's Bend very early in the session. Uh, he copped to it, though. He just said, no, nope, it was a mistake. Just said it was, and I quote, a balls up on his behalf. Uh, it had been done before here, though, a car crashing during qualifying, getting patched back together and making the cut for the shootout. Garth Tander did that back in 2012. Uh, Erebus did their part. They got the car back out and running um, in time for Will Brown to have a crack at a fair part of the session. But the damage meant that he just wasn't quite quick enough and all he could manage was 17th for he and Jack Perkins to start from on Sunday. Not a bad place to start, though. Will Davison and Jonathan Webb won the race from back in 17th on the grid back in 2016. Uh, Brown wasn't the only driver to crash during the session, though. Declan Fraser crashed the tradie Mustang pretty heavily at Reed Park. Connor, you've been down at the Tickford Garage since the end of the session, since the car got back. What's the team's assessment? Well, first of all, when I saw it, I was surprised. Uh, the, the panel damage was pretty minor um and you can still um, tell it was a mustang yeah yeah and uh like you know it was a big hit i got got the car up in the air and um i'll, I'll be interested to know what the uh the g-force that was recorded but um but look no the the team not only is the panel damage not too bad to the uh to the you know i guess the untrained eye uh the team are pretty pleasantly surprised uh yeah tim edwards has you know, said, yep, it will be back out for practice tomorrow. Uh, you know, um, even, even Mark Scaife on the commentary sort of said, like, oh, this car might not come back, uh, this weekend. Uh, but yeah, no, no, um, no chassis, da- uh, no chassis damage, amazingly. Uh, but yeah, just, uh, a whole heap of suspension damage. And, uh, yeah, definitely a, a long night ahead for the, uh, f- for the 56 crew. But, uh, but yeah, great news that they will be back out here, not only for the race, but for, for more practice tomorrow. As a testament to the new Gen 3 cars, and speaking about those cars, we were talking yesterday about how fast they were here um, in opening practice, practice, but did you expect them to dip down so far into the fours? I certainly didn't expect them to be that quick that soon. I mean, you look at Brody's provisional pole time was a 204.6. It actually would have put him sixth on the grid here back in 2021 for the last time it was dry during qualifying. Yeah, look... Uh 
before yesterday, I would have said, no, I didn't think that the, they would be getting down into the fours. Uh, but after yesterday, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, the, the pace, because it was David Russell with a 205.6, uh, which was the quickest time on Thursday. Uh, so, um, and as I say, I think Brody maybe had a little bit more time in him too, uh, you know, and, and he didn't actually complete a lap either at the end. So, um, yeah, I... Uh, yeah, it's certainly been impressive that, you know, you take a whole heap of downforce off these cars and they're still actually pretty quick over the top. So, um, yeah, definitely a surprise uh, before the event. But, uh, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see even quicker times tomorrow. Big, big call. And looking ahead to tomorrow, the cars are back on track at 10 a.m. for Practice 5, which is a 60-minute session. Co-drivers only behind the wheel in that time. Then they're back out again at 1 p.m. for practice six, another one-hour session. This time, any driver going to hop behind the wheel, and I think we'll see more than a few, well, at least 10 qualifying shootout simulation runs from the primary drivers. Uh, ahead of the top 10 shootout, as always, Saturday afternoon, 5.05 p.m., all those Australian Eastern Daylight Savings time. Uh, let's quickly run through the top 10 field from 10 to 1, just the way they'll roll out tomorrow afternoon. Will Davison in the number 17 Dick Johnson Racing Ford Mustang. Chaz Mostert in the number 25 Walkinshaw Andretti United Mustang. Matt Payne, impressive all through this weekend so far in the number 19 Grove Racing Mustang. Then it will be the first of the Camaros. Shane Van Gisbergen in the number 97 888 Chev. He only just got in uh, right at the end of the session, um, bumping his way back in from 11th or 12th spot to to lock himself in for what could well be his final final top 10 shootout run in a supercar here at Mount Panorama. I hadn't thought about that until just now. Yeah, no, um, yeah, and as we've uh, reported on, uh, the, the NASCAR schedule has actually come out in the last couple of days and it doesn't seem to bode too well if he was uh, hoping to come back uh, for or a uh, for a, a cameo appearance back here before he goes full time, I guess, in NASCAR because uh, there's road courses on when uh, when we're expecting Sandown and Bathurst to be on next year. So uh, and you would think that Trackhouse would be pretty keen on having him out there for some road course events. So um, yeah, it's sort of a bit of a weird one. Shane's not a massively public kind of guy or emotional kind of guy so um yeah but uh it's been quite a low-key build-up but you're right uh yeah two-time winner of the race and three-time champion and this could be his last one indeed uh the rest of this shootout field david reynolds in the number 26 grove racing mustang both grove cars in the 10 uh brock feeney the 88 888 Camaro, and 500 winner. Cam Waters, two-time pole sitter at the Bathurst 1000 in the number six Tickford Racing Mustang. And then the top three, Anton Di Pasquale in the number 11 DJR Mustang. James Golding, a bit of a bolter here in the number 31 Premier Racing Camaro. He almost made the top 10 shootout back in 2018, I think it was, when he in his first full-time season with... Gary Rogers Motorsport, but he actually had an airbox fire on the run down in the final sector. It cost him a tenth, and that's all it took to bump him out of the shootout. So he's riding a bit of a wrong here tomorrow. And of course, the last car out tomorrow will be Brody Kostecki, the number 99 Coca-Cola Erebus Motorsport Camaro. Connor, I put you on the spot yesterday, and I'm doing it again today. Who's your pick for pole? I don't think you'd be surprised uh, that Brody, <laughs> Brody is absolutely my pick for pole, uh, but I think the the good uh, you know good question is who's going to be uh, his nearest rival and uh, I can't pick that. There's the rest of the top ten I think are very very close and uh, yeah but um yeah I, I would think it would need something wrong something to go wrong for Brody not to get pole tomorrow. 
That is a fair shout. Uh, of the remaining contenders, if it's not Brody, uh, Cam Waters, I think, is a pretty fair shout in that in that Mustang. Like like I said before, two-time Bathurst pole sitter can string together a very good lap, uh, but we'll see just how quick those Mustangs are when it counts tomorrow afternoon. Uh, Connor, thanks again for joining me. Connor and the rest of the V8 Sleuth team were all here on the ground at Man Panorama this weekend, so keep an eye on the website, v8sleuth.com.au for all the latest news from the track. And if you're here at Bathurst like we are, make sure to pop into the Repco Trackside stores. They've got everything and anything you'll need, including the 2023 Repco Bathurst 1000 official program. They've got the store down at the bottom of the hill and also up at the top. But wherever you're listening from, we'll chat to you all again tomorrow with a wrap of all the action from Shootout Day at the 2023 Repco Bathurst 1000 on Repco Bathurst Daily.